Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Tuesday, May 23, 2023. Um, welcome to Elijah's Dreams. We are now in year 26 as of April, bringing you the voice of the prophet. So welcome to the broadcast today. We have Barry Wunsch, a uh, Canadian prophet. Uh, his handle is the Canadian Hammer. You'll find him on places like Facebook and maybe Telegram. I'll have him go over that again when we bring him on. Uh, tomorrow's uh, episode is with David Herzog. He's the one that's had crusades in Israel. He's a prophetic, uh, I consider him a prophet. He's a prophetic voice, strong prophetic voice as well. So he doesn't only talk about crusades, but what God is saying at this time in this era. So, all right, uh, we're going to just run a quick spot to remind you of the great uh, work you all are doing and sponsoring and paying for these wells that we're digging in Uganda. Also, Ethiopia, we're talking about Kenya now. We've done a couple in Nepal. One that I know for sure, and it might be two, and then we're working on a third one in Nepal. It's something like that. So those different countries, it takes longer to get the first ones going. And then once we get them going, we begin to change the people's lives and villages throughout. So, all right, so let's run that spot. And, and here we go. They call, They said this is called Joseph's Story. So here we go. Clean drinking water, something most of us don't think twice about. But many people in Uganda don't have that luxury. You are helping to change that. Your generous giving to Elijah Streams has translated into clean water for thousands. But it's more than just numbers. It's about people. For instance, Joseph. Joseph and children like him walk for miles for water. Some can walk up to two to three hours a day. The problem? The water they work so hard to collect comes from dirty ponds, swamps, and rivers. It's contaminated and dirty. But when there aren't any other options, what choice do you have? See this pond? Joseph, who doesn't know how to swim, fell in. It was early morning and dark. Thankfully, his brother was with him collecting water that day and saved his life. You've given him and his family a new water well that's close by. There are so many more stories like Joseph, like Joy, Jacob, Safina, Teddy, and Matthew. You are helping to solve a huge crisis. Water changes lives. Together, we can continue to bring clean water to more families in Uganda. Would you join us? And never really gets old for me seeing these uh, reports and somewhere between a, a radio, a, a commercial spot and a report about what you are actually accomplishing uh, for the Lord in Uganda and various countries, especially in Africa. Uh, there is a project we're working on uh, at or close to the Navajo Nation for some Navajo uh, people. We've had our mind and heart on Native peoples. It's very slow to get things done because there's a bunch of laws in the U.S. Uh, about what can and cannot be done on uh, native lands. So it's really tricky to get the wells dug in Uganda. We just go to work and get it done. So anyway, thanks so much. This is how you can donate into this even during the show. So, all right, we're going to have another um, featured episode uh, of This Happened. So here we go. This will just be a minute. So Robin uh, Bullock said on the show the last, I think it was, uh, was it Friday or um, 
whatever day it was, Robin Bullock said he had talked about, he had prophesied about the uh, uh, Methodist church doing a split. And he talked about that during the program. And so we finally got some of the footage and then a, a new story. So uh, here we go. Let's run that. You've got people divided. Think about this. Divided over clear sin now. About the Methodist church is divided over the LGBTQ and all the rest of the alphabet. They're divided over that stuff. Now they divided over it. They split down the middle. But the Lord said in 2017, you can see it on, on my YouTube channel and a prophecy uh, in 2017 that said they would call themselves by another name. It said they would do it. And they did it. This weekend, hundreds of Texas Methodist churches officially cut ties with the major denomination. On Saturday, 145 churches in the Northwest Conference covering West Texas and the Panhandle voted to leave the UMC, as did 294 others in the Texas Annual Conference in East Texas. We're going to continue to bring you things that this happened, this was said. Uh, some people say, well, what do you call it? This happened. Why don't you say prophecy fulfilled? Because uh, anything that we ever show you, some of you will say, that's not really the fulfillment or it, uh, the way he said that or whatever. So we're not going to tell you it's a prophecy fulfilled. We're going to say this happened. And then you decide, you decide uh, if that would seem like it was a prophecy fulfilled. We'll, and uh, the more that we do this, you'll begin to get the feel that, uh, you know, it's it talks about let two or three prophets speak at a time in First Corinthians 14 and let the others weigh carefully what is said. One version says, let the others judge. Um, and what that means is that you don't take a vote in majority rules. It doesn't work like if it's five to four, whoever voted five, that okay, that was a word for the Lord. It doesn't work that way because people have different mindsets of whether they believe it was a word of the Lord or not. So the scripture says, let everyone else weigh carefully what was said. So you see, we'll show you these, we'll show you the prophecy, we'll show you a new story, and you weigh in your heart and your mind um, what what you just saw, and then then you fulfilled the scripture to wait carefully what was said. So, all right, time to bring in Prophet Barry once. So here we go. Barry once from the great country Canada, our sisters, brothers, and sisters to the north. Uh, how are you today? Hi, uh, hi, Steve. You know what? For uh, for very little sleep over the last week, uh, you know what? We're we're doing doing good. Uh, wow. You know we're in the, you know as you know I mean we're in a very uh, you know kind of interesting day, and uh, so I you know it, it's the nights for me are often a bit turbulent. Is know? it is it because you're not getting sleep or you're getting revelation or some combination? Yeah, uh, yeah a lot of it's real intercessory. You know, I, you know, as things are coming in Revelation, sometimes, you know, will come through the night in those moments of of uh, spending time. And so kind of a combination of, of both of those. Yeah. Wow. Well, we talked off the air as well uh, as what you just said, that we are in a time of great warfare. Things are heating up, intensifying. The, the sides are drawing. It's as if they're, the battle lines are, are being drawn uh, more and more definitively, those who are on one side, who are a deep state, who are anti-Christ, anti-Christian, anti, in our case, anti-American, in your case, anti-patriot. Well, I don't know, what would you call those who are not patriotic towards Canada? What, what do you even call that? 
Well, you, you know, I guess I would just categorize it as, uh, you know, globalists. Okay, there you go. Uh, you know, globalists. Yeah, we uh, say un-American. Do you have an equivalency? Do they say un-Canadian or is that more yeah, of American? Yeah, we're Canadian. Yeah, very, very yeah. good. Well, anyway, we love you guys. Now, we're going to have, you've got quite a bit of revelation to unfold here. I wanted to, and I told you I was going to do this off the air. Um, I got I got an email to say uh, this morning and someone was confronting me, not having watched all of our shows, he or she, I don't even remember if it was he or she, was confronting me over what we said or didn't say. And I could tell that they hadn't seen many of the shows or they would not say you. We've said many times and Johnny came on and he said, it's very, it's becoming very, very clear that God will often tell us what's going to happen, but he won't tell us when it's going to happen. Is that, is that your experience? Yeah, you know, you know, that's right. I mean, and, and Steve, I just want to honor you. I don't know anyone else that that stewards the prophetic and the responsibility well, thank of you. the prophetic like you guys do. And and you know what, I, I you've got you know, you've been doing this for a long time. And well, you know, I always was one that loved the prophetic, but when things would be done wrong with it, if there's a wrong way to do it. I was never that person that wanted to throw it all out. Oh, this is a bunch of fakery. Oh, this is, if this isn't real, if this is as accurate as it's going to get, I'm leaving. I was never that guy. I was a guy that says, if mistakes are made, that means mistakes can be fixed and we right. can get better at this. And I always just sort of had that, almost had an unfair advantage because it was already in me as it turns out. But, but anyway, I wanted to say that to, because you're going to prophesy some things that sound like they're very close. And I do believe they're very close. They're so close that to me, if what you're prophesying happened tomorrow, it wouldn't shock me because it's that close. But I'm saying to the folks, we're not prophesying the date. Are you prophesying a date in what you're about to read? Steve, I, I was not in the revelation that I've received. I have not received a date on a calendar this and such okay. i have i haven't so so what what i'm sharing is is as raw as, as i've gotten it uh, good you know. all right and so i know we're gonna um why don't you i know you like to pray first which i do too but go ahead go ahead and pray and then i'll introduce this word and let you go for it so okay well holy spirit i just yeah. asked you to come and you'd fall afresh on us here this morning Holy Spirit, I pray that you just come only as you can and just wrap mm. around each precious son and daughter and soul that's watching this live or going to watch it down their mm. own. Lord, we know that we're in, in a very uh, exciting, uh, you know, kind of wild day in history that, you know, many of us don't quite understand and, and you know, are trying to navigate it as best as we can. Yeah. I just thank you for your grace in, in opening up the insights through through you know, the spirit of God that you do, Lord, to your people. And so, Father, I just, I, I submit myself to you today. And Lord, I pray that uh, any word that is not of you, Lord, I just pray that it would drop to the ground and die. And yeah. and, and then just we wouldn't find a landing place. But Lord, I pray that you would breathe upon that which is, is of you, Father, that it would accomplish that which you've set it forth to do. And I call forth the hosts of heaven today the camouflage host, the, mm. the the hosts of heaven to be dispatched and released to go and to accomplish what needs to happen in conjunction with where we're at right now. 
Yeah. We love you above all, Lord. We love you. And Lord, we, we just desire more intimacy and a closer walk with you. So Lord, I pray you'd grant it upon each and every one that's watching it today in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So uh, this section, which we call section one, it's very, it's all over the place. In other words, there's many subjects in here. I'll just give a little teaser that before you're done, you're going to mention area 51. So uh, get ready because it's really intriguing what you say about that. And it's not what anyone's, you're not going to guess it unless you, unless you're a revelatory or unless you're a prophet, you're probably not going to guess this one. So <laughs> anyway, so we should have fun with this too. So uh all right, so this is some revelation you got like on May 19, it looks like, so. Yeah, yeah, so uh, so this was, again, uh, through the night. I was, you know, just spending time, you know, praying and listening and, and soaking and just, uh, you know, in, in that, just spending time with the Father. And, you know, as he'll do, you know, he'll He'll take me into the Spirit. And, and on this night, uh, he took me into Washington, D.C. And... You know, as I was approaching the city, you know, from the air, you know, I was at a very, you know, high altitude. And as I came kind of in and, and lower to the ground, I mean, I saw a mighty, mighty wind blowing. And uh, and in fact, as I came closer to the ground, you know, the wind was so strong. It was, there was just debris flying all over the place. Wow. And, uh, you know, it blew so hard, Steve, that there were people... You know, they could hardly stand up and hardly walk, you know, how they, and in fact, if they really wanted to move, they had to get on their knees. Whoa. You know, and kind of crawl to, to get around. And uh, so there I was. And the next thing I know is I was taken to the White House. And, and you know, I'm going to say that, it, you know, it seemed like it was on a lockdown. Oh. <clears throat> Oh, that's a tense, that's a tense one, man. Uh, and yeah. it almost almost felt like, you know, it had been kind of abandoned at this point of the storm because the storm was certainly hitting with all that it had. And uh, so as I was taken into the White House and I was walking through the hallways and the offices, uh, things were, you know, it was kind of like in a shambles. And, you know, what happened, you know, you're looking around, you go into these offices, the Biden administration had left and they had left fast <clears throat> and they were on the run. Mm. There were drawers open, been rummaged through, taken quickly, you know, what they had to try and not to leave any evidence, you know, behind. So there were desk drawers open and, filing cabinets and documents kind of strewn about as wow. they and it, it looked like it had been a midnight move you know like wow. put it in those kind of terms but the storm was upon them and they had no choice now but to run for their lives wow <clears throat> things were closing in on them i saw the computers were gone servers were gone mm. Wires and cables were just cut so they could quickly be removed, so they could pull the hardware and the equipment, you know, that held secrets that they were trying to hide and, and make them go away. But, you know, I don't think they're going to be able to do that. So as I'm, you know, kind of walking around looking at this stuff, 
there were these uh, special ops teams that arrived on site. That I mean, these guys were the best of the best. They were fearless. They were bold. They were courageous. And I mean, they had I mean trucks and vans, stuff kind of all over. They like every gate, every entry. You know, they had covered. And they moved in with a, a surgical precision and knew exactly what they were looking for. And they, knew, and they knew exactly what they had to do. So I was then taken into a room, and it was a room of, you know, it was highly trained computer engineers. And these, in a sense, they seemed to me like they were specially trained. And, you know, they were a special ops of you know, another kind and in technology. And they had already been in those servers that had been removed. They had already been in those computers that had been removed. And they had required all the data uh, that the enemy was trying to hide. So they were going through it, you know, comparing, you know, just making sure, you know, that they had it all. And they were very confident that they did. So, and not only as they were going through, not only did they have the data from the corrupt Biden regime, but they had each and every transaction that had been made with nefarious intentions with other international leaders and organizations. It was all there. Uh, all evidence was in hand. So I was taken up, Steve, then, this is, I'm going to try and articulate this in the way that, that I saw it, but I was taken in the spirit again above the nation, and I watched a shock wave go through the land, and it came out of, you know, Washington, D.C., and it rippled through the ground, hmm. and so, you know, like, you throw a rock into water. Yeah, yeah. How it causes those ripples in the water right. to go out. This is what I watched, but instead of the water rippling, the ground itself had these ripples and waves that went out. And uh, now there was nothing at that point that was not going to be affected by what was happening in this moment. But those that had built on the rock, the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ, they were not shaken, nor were they damaged by these waves and by these ripples. But those that who had not built on the Lord Jesus Christ, they had, that was another story, they had considerable damage. So it was through these hours, as, as this happened, that you could easily see who was there to stand up, to lead, to care for the people and the nation. And you could see who is there for self-preservation and selfish interests. And can you clarify what you're seeing when you say you could see who was there? What is the scene before your eyes that that you're seeing? I saw I saw men and women and leaders mobilizing going out in teams, you know, basically where there was, where there was help needed, uh, you know, because of some of the debris, some of the, you know, what had happened. Okay. 
there, these were what they were, they were mobilizing. They were going out into teams hands-on. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. To help, you know, care for people and give direction. And, give and direction. once in a while, I'll ask you this, Barry, because a uh, revelation like this can be symbolic. It can switch back and forth. Um to some symbolic to literal, this whole thing with the White House and servers being stolen and wires cut and people fleeing, is that more literal or is that somehow symbolic? What 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 you what would you say on that? You know, Steve. Oh, I believe it's a little of both. Okay. I believe it's a little of both. Uh you know, I mean when I seen these guys in there, they're pulling out cutting wires and removing stuff and they're 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 gonna move fast. They know they don't have much time yeah. to there to protect themselves and kind of get rid of the evidence. I mean, so uh, yeah, the, the White House when I was in there, you know what it kind of felt like. And uh, you know, you get a, uh, Christmas Day, and they shut everything down, and everyone's yeah. home and they're spending time with their families, and yeah, they might have a couple of security guards around. Uh, you know, it almost had that that kind of feeling because there was. There really wasn't anyone around the building, you know, but it, so it kind of had that kind of a, a feel and context, if that makes yeah. sense. Okay, yeah. Maybe that's when that type of thing will happen during that kind of a thing. Yeah. It seemed like if someone was going to run and steal things, they'd want to go out at the quietest time when no one's expecting um, something to happen. Right. Okay, all right. So so as I saw this thing, you know, unfolding, and, you know, there, there were those that were running and looking after just to protect themselves. I saw men and women uh, who had rejected the father, mm. had rejected some of the truth and kind of were dismissing it. And I saw a conviction in that moment hitting them. And actually, I saw some of them pulling over to the side of the road, mm. you know, four or five lanes of traffic. And they couldn't stop. And they, 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 they had to get on their knees in repentance and turn to God. Really? Uh, on the side of the, the thoroughfare because just they, they, they knew they'd hit that point. They'd seen the truth and they, they you know, the father was pulling them in, I, you know, and I saw strangers holding hands on city streets, you know, praying together, crying together, hugging one another, coming together, coming to God. You know, I was taken then uh, into a hospital and yeah. I saw doctors and nurses packing up personal belongings uh, and leaving hospitals and healthcare units and the conviction of what they had done wow. or what they didn't do hey, was now a torment to them. And the shaking had exposed truth that they had denied time and time again, but now there was no more denying it. Um, is, it um, is it a stretch? to say that they were administering drugs that they knew would kill or or not administering drugs that they knew would save? But that is, that is the heart of what I saw, Steve. Okay. That's exactly what I saw burning in them and the consequence of that, that now they have to live with. Wow. And try and reconcile in their heart before the Father. Okay. And, uh, but I saw the lost and the hurting, you know, I saw them, some you know they were they were lined up at the churches banging on the door looking really? for a 
place of safety, looking for a place of security, but more than that, looking at a place at the altar where they could come before the Father and do business. And uh, there were buses of medical teams, nurses and doctors being deployed into these facilities and hospitals to tend to those who needed it. And can I, and can I ask you this on that before you, because I'm seeing the paragraph here on before you leave it, the, were the people that were seeking repentance and seeking the Lord and altar, were they finding grace? Were they finding yes. the Lord? Yes. Because that's a really good news thing yes. right there. No matter yes. how far they've gone, how yes. guilty they were, they need the Lord and, yes. and he's going to be there. for them. Yes, Steve, 100%. You know, they, they'd come, they'd made a decision and the father's arms were open wide and, uh, and they couldn't get in there fast enough. Wow. So, uh, and I mean, when you have, a, when you have people lined up, you know, to, to, for those doors to open up so they can go and it, and it wasn't because there was a special speaker there, you know, they, they were going to do business with the father is what I saw. Wow. Wow. So, you know, there was, uh, there were remnant believers who, who had come into, you know, some of these facilities and, you know, they were bringing comfort and they were praying for those who were hurting and needed it. Uh, I was taken into the spirit and and I saw uh, school boards dissolving. Wow. Jeez, you're uh, tense, man. That they had met their match and they knew it and they were done. There were investigators, you know, showing up, you know, in those offices, starting to gather evidence of abuse and pedophilia. And there was no way that they were going to get around, you know, the harm that they had done to these innocent ones. And I had a glimpse of, you know, <laughs> I had a glimpse of what they had been doing. And uh, I could, I looked at it just for, you know, more than a second, it, it was, and I just wanted to vomit. Wow. It was, uh, and uh, the parents were gathering outside these administration buildings in rage. They were mad, and they were looking for justice, and they were looking for answers as to what had been done, and uh, they were looking to, I mean, they, they weren't going to let this by. And that the things had shifted to a point where they were now in a position to get things back into order. So I was taken from there into the spirit and I was showing uh, military police, like MPs, mm. uh, going into government buildings, city halls, municipalities, courts, police stations, and, and this military police, they began arresting officials and judges, uh, charging them uh, and bringing them to justice. They had taken bribes, they'd taken deals under the table, you know, by cabal globalist leaders to go along with the WEF agendas, but now they were gonna pay for crimes against humanity. Uh, so as there was a removal of these ones, there was a call out for a new breed of governance. Those ones were being vetted 
and prepared to step in and build new systems. And so the father, I said, he was a righteous one, Steve, that he was going out, that had postured themselves with him. Uh, and the father was taking them up on their surrender. He was taken in to a, a compound of uh, communication satellite dishes. And uh, the shaking to that wave that had gone through the ground had flipped these big dishes off of the foundation that they were no longer able to broadcast. Uh, you know, mainstream media networks shaken to the core. Aye. They were left with the embarrassment and shame for all to see how they were paid puppets to echo what they'd been told. And in the offices, as the shaking went through, I saw files from the CIA with instructions and narratives that they'd been given to share as news and as truth, even though, in fact, it was nothing but lies, deception, mm. manipulation. It was all coming out. Wow. And there was a fire of God being released upon new networks, uncompromising in real truth with, with men and women who could not be bought and they could not be controlled. And this was a great day. Now, that last one too, this, that last line you read, is, I saw the fire of God being released upon new networks, the networks that don't even exist perhaps right now, uh, uncompromising in truth with men and women who could not be bought or controlled. So networks, almost like news networks, were they news networks or were they, was it something platforms. other than platforms like uh, social media? Like Elijah's dreams. Okay, like that. Okay, that's ah. a good one too. Ah. Wow. If, any, ah. if this is new to anyone, by the way, and you, you got it in spades today, don't you, where you get oh. these... Uh, uh, you know, your your spirit is bearing witness. The Holy Spirit is bearing witness with your spirit that what you're saying is true. And I've seen you get these a lot on every show, but you got it intense today. Uh, it's like, why, how would you describe for a moment why it's so intense today compared to other days? You know, Steve, uh, when I release, you know, I'm ministering to someone, or, you know, as a father comes and touches me, it's like grabbing onto a million volts of electricity. And uh, it just goes through my body. And I mean, you can't make it happen. You can't stop it. I mean, I've asked them to take it away. I mean, it just, it's here. It's, it doesn't. Yeah. And, and so. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, a, and I mentioned this on a, when Donna, Donna um, Rigney gets some of that and she'll do the hoe all of a sudden and she'll get a, a friendlier version of this electricity. You know? But right. there are scriptures that says, let, Ho, let everyone that you know thirst comes, and it'll say ho, and people wonder, well, what is that? Well, that's probably that, you know. It's just like a, it's like, but I and I said to you one time on the air, I said, um, well, I, I hope that doesn't hurt, and I said, oh, it probably doesn't hurt, and you said, well, sometimes it does. Is that right? Well, you know what? Sometimes, like the next day, like tomorrow, you know, like or if we're in a meeting and you're praying for two hundred people, yeah, and the fire of God comes. You know, sometimes the next day I'm a little tender. Yeah, that just, makes just, sense. All, I mean, all that electricity going through your body. I mean, I, I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. I thought I'd take that pause. This is a bunch of new people who might not have seen that, but it's very intense today. I think it's 
but and what and more intense today because how would you say why is it more intense than normal well well steve i think that the intent and i'm going to be honest even yeah. for today say uh, again? the intensity the, the, the preparing as i prepared for today and the intensity that i've had you know and it's part of an intercessory part of it mm -hmm. part of it, sharing the word until it's released and when it's verbally released into the air ah, you know things start to happen as a promise declare and decree that word will land and it'll it'll make things happen yeah and so i think today because of where we are at within, yeah within the kingdom of god and in the time frame of what's blaming played out right before us uh i think that's probably why it's and, and you know does it, it, it tell me if this is an overstatement that you said the word will go out and it'll make things happen so for instance you gave that word about doctors and nurses who who gave and i said does that mean like they gave medication they knew would kill or they withheld medication that they know would save life and you said yes it's like that that word went out and someone got affected by that today yeah yeah and, and and so you're you're feeling that explosion in the spirit that some people are being affected by that word as that's just one example of all these you know and then what happens steve interesting enough is i'll come on elijah streams and we'll we'll, we'll release a word you know we'll we'll share it and uh i can be two three days you know after the show i can just be going around doing life just you know normal yeah. and i'll have a wave of this come on me and I can feel that word going up and plowing ground and breaking ground up and opening things up in the spirit. And uh, it's not for everybody. Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, yeah, there is a scripture that says everyone ought to bear their own burdens. And then there's another close in there that says, uh, but, you know, you're to bear one another's burdens. And that's kind of a burden bearing as well, isn't it? There's a little bit of that you're carrying the thing that you're prophesying and you're bearing that burden and, and that that's a huge part of the prophetic yeah i mean as a as a, you know i believe that you know being you know in in a prophetic office you know i that i think that is one of the predominant things about it yeah carrying that in the spirit before it goes public yeah. I mean, it doesn't even go public maybe it's in, you know just being worked out between you and the father you know in a back room yeah but in those places, that's where, you know, uh, I think responsibly, you know, as carrying these words, that's where it has to start. And that's where it has to end is with the Father. Wow. So, wow. Well, there's one more paragraph in that section, and then we do something yeah. on Area 51 in a minute. But what, talk about yeah. this last section. There. So, so, Steve, I saw stadiums being given to the church to use. Wow. Like these guys that own these big teams. They had these big facilities, and as things were shaking down, they were offering these stadiums to the church to be used, not to build their own kingdoms and bank accounts, but to use those kingdoms to gather together, to pray, to worship, to bring people into the kingdom, evangelism, healing. Like So there, there was a, a place in that, and... The fire of God was burning so hot, you know, towards these gatherings that the flesh of a man, you know, was, you know, he put in a position, you know, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And, and what I say is no one wanted to touch this wow. 
fear of getting away in the way of what the Lord wanted to do because it had come in such a pure manner. And so there were crowds lined up for hours like they would for, you know, the, the Super Bowl, <clears throat> you know, to get into these gatherings to encounter Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit was pouring it out upon his people. And as they did, and his presence would come and his glory came, he, the Lord himself, would minister to the masses. Wow. He would come and he would touch, you know, healing there and a deliverance there. And uh, it was beautiful. Amazing. So, so from there, I, I was taken into a desert. And, and it, you know, it was Area 51. And it's such a fascinating thing to me what the Lord chooses to do, because this is all one encounter, right? That you had one night on the 19th or something like that. Yes. And you get this stuff about the White House and people are fleeing and people and doctors and nurses and school teachers and pedophilia. And all of a sudden you're taking the Area 51. I love it. Only God, right? <laughs> and, and and I'll say, I was just, here I was. And no, I did not see any aliens. No aliens. I didn't see any aliens there, you know. You know what? What you know? It actually seemed to me like a place for really securing things, and but I, I didn't, I did not see any UFOs and I did not see any aliens, but I didn't get into every building either. So now you know it was fenced, you know, gated, cameras over every square inch of the place. There was nothing going to come or go from here, you know, without you know a watchful eye. And you know there were warehouses, you know, huge buildings. And uh, like I say, I wasn't given access to them all, yeah. but I was taken into one. And it had uh, kind of a warehouse feel. It had tall rows of, of racking and uh, storage. And then there was some staging and research areas. And I was taken to a spot where uh, there was agricultural technology that had advanced growing and it produced the most nutritious wow vegetables <laughs> i mean they were large i mean they were like i've never seen anything like that on the farm and uh it was remarkable and uh like there was a purity wow in what they had in their hands there and then they had these other devices and they were at various sizes and but they pulled power and energy out of ah, they pulled power and energy out of the thin air wow and uh, it was able to capture and use this energy seemingly out of nowhere oh, and the applications were endless so those you know on site they were preparing to release these new advanced technologies to the world to save many lives. <laughs> and the timing of the release of these things was in conjunction with the cabal no longer being able to control and suppress it. So as things were dealt with to suppress those guys, these things were able to be released. For the benefit of people. So, so what if you know we don't know if you saw every you didn't see every square inch of Area Fifty One, but what you saw was a if I was it a pretty massive warehouse where all of these vegetables and oh. these you know 
Yeah. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. It reminds me of some science fiction thing I saw in black and white or whatever, but in other words, it's almost like this is a Garden of Eden kind of thing where everything is growing the way it was meant to grow, these massive things. So food, food for the masses... You know, forget the supply chain problem. You've got food for the masses and the ability to grow it, but they're waiting. If I read this right, they're waiting. The timing for release was in conjunction with the cabal no longer being able to control and suppress it. So, yeah. well, you know what, Barry, if you get a knock on your door, <laughs> how did you know this? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, you know, I know that there are those that are paying attention to Steve, and yeah. I know that there are those that are paying attention to yeah. because. You know, they're getting intel here, information. That, yeah, yeah, it's like, don't ask me. I just got what I got from the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Take it up with him. But I mean, I do think that there's a revealing. I think God wants to encourage his people that there's a solution. Don't freak out about the supply chain. Go, Don't freak out about their blowing up food um, companies and chicken farms. And, right. you know, this help is on the way. That's exactly right. And I mean, it was the tip of the iceberg. Like the things that I saw... Like the building I was in, I, you know, I, I we used to be in the construction industry, so I've got a yeah. good idea on buildings. And uh, you know, honestly, we're talking a couple hundred thousand square feet. Okay, wow. <clears throat> it was just the one building I was in. I, That's just the one building. Not just the one. Yeah, and uh, and then so you know, I kind of processing all that, and then the Lord spoke to me, and He dropped a word on me, and. Uh, he said, America, 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 the day of deliverance is upon you. Yes, a new Lord. day is dawning. <clears throat> Things have gone too far, and there's no turning back from here. The storm that was promised is now upon this land. As the wind of my spirit blows through this nation, <clears throat> things will be once again set into order. My order, the days of the cabal are coming to an end. Yes, Lord. The corrupt actions shall be held to account. Joe has tried to sell you out. He's had his hand in the pockets of the CCP, and he will be tried. <clears throat> He'll be convicted, caught red-handed. The back door in the Ukraine has been shut. Ah! They will turn and burn him with no regard. Wow. And the truth will stand. They played him like a violin. Really? That's an interesting line. That's what that's the Lord gave you. They played him like a violin. Wow. Ah! The Masons are on their last legs, for there is no God above me. Yeah. So hear me today and let me be clear. I'm purging out every evil and demonic affiliate from places of power and control in this land, and I will stop at nothing until it's done, for I finish what I start. For there's no greater, <clears throat> there's no greater love that I have than that of my precious little lambs and I'm setting up houses of refuge 
here and now, and I am raising up and releasing spiritual mothers and fathers in this nation at this time. Many have been hit away. Many have been pulled out of the institutionalized church. And I repositioned you for the harvest that is coming in, where I'm returning to my people, to the ancient past that I've long established. So yes, you will once again meet house to house, breaking bread. And yes, you will gather as I lead you into stadiums. Wow, so that's like a, both a house to house word and a stadium word all mixed in, isn't it? What an interesting mix. You know, Paul, Paul Kane, you know, prophesied for years and years and years and years the stadiums. And I, and I the, there's a part in the stadium ministry that he prophesied that has not happened, even though there's been a, a bunch of stadium gatherings, the 777, Azusa Street. You know, those were stadium gatherings, but what Paul Kane prophesied was healings and miracles and resurrections from the dead and creative miracles and a legs growing out. And so that part is probably what this is talking about. And you know, the feeling I have with this is this is an organic Holy Spirit move through his people. So good. You know, in unity. So the Lord said, as you seek me and remain in me in humility, surrender and obedience, I will provide you with every resource that you need, for it is my greatest desire for this nation to turn back to me. And I'm waiting with open, loving arms. Wow. Holy is the word of the Lord. Wow. Wow. That was a long one, too, because, I mean, usually we'll have, we'll get a couple done, but this was a very comprehensive, revelatory word. Unbelievable. You know, close to the end, you talked about the wind. Again, it started with the wind, and you saw the White House, and it ended a few minutes ago where you talked about the wind. God's mentioned it again. Oh, so uh, he kind of wrapped that word with about the wind of his spirit, and uh, it was kind of made it. It was like to me, since it started with the wind and ended with the wind, is God saying when one happens, you're probably all going to be. I mean, this is, I'm using the word probably. He's not using, it. but it sounds like when his wind blows, it's all going to happen, right? Lickety split. It's like bookends. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So, well, okay, so we, uh, the one that we're going to do next is this one, the word for Canada. Is that right? Yeah. I'm look at that. Yeah, so, I've got a word for Canada here, Steve. Good, good, good. And, uh, well, you know, we're, so So I did publish this a little bit ago, but I really felt I was to, to share it today. So, you yeah. know, here on, the, you know, the 13th, this of May, you know, rough night, couldn't sleep, you know, just this percolating intercession. And so as I spent time with the Lord, he took me in the spirit and took me in behind closed doors and yeah. into places in the spirit, you know, in Canada and in Alberta. And the first thing that I was shown was an entourage of big black suburban trucks, tinted windows, oh. no lights, no signs, no markings whatsoever. But they were going and making stops throughout Canada. And at this moment in time, they were in Alberta. And they were meeting with different officials and, and leaders to ensure compliance with their intended agenda. These guys, they were cold as ice. They were mm. regulated. 
they were emotionless, uh, you know, just kind of as heartless as it gets. And from what I saw, you you wouldn't want to cross them or nor you know not comply with their orders. So I was taken into a room, and I saw our leader of opposition here in in Alberta, Rachel Notley, and you know she's a NDP you know leader, New Democratic Party, and Jag Jagmeet Singh, who's the federal NDP who run a coalition with Justin Trudeau and Christy Freeland, ah, and they were on a conference call and they were working some things out and they were meeting with WEF leaders, having discussions regarding strategic planning to control the vote and the outcome of the Alberta election. Who? Ah, in order to fulfill their global agenda. Now, now, Notley, you know, she wasn't in it for herself. You know, she was, you know, a pawn being used by the enemy. And she was being paid in favors and hidden ways that, that shall be exposed. And Alberta, you know, it was a province that the cabal and, and these global people, they could not afford to lose it. And the illusion of democracy was evident. Ah, I saw voting machines in the hands of programmers preparing for election day. And they had instructions that they were to follow to ensure a predetermined outcome as issued from the dark side. So even though, you know, the frenzied efforts of the, the UCP and the conservative door knockers, no matter how valiant their efforts, you know, were and, and appeared, you know, they appeared to be in vain. I was showing a map of Alberta and there was a red wave ready to be released. Mm. The CCP in the background preparing to open the floodgates, intending to dominate, control our province and our natural resources. They had long carefully been planning for this very moment. And I saw civilians gathering and some of them preparing for an uprising and conflict to stand for our rights, to try and stop what was on the horizon. Their numbers were few, but regardless, they were prepared to stand for truth, righteousness, and righteousness oh, and justice in the face of great evil. So I was taken into the spirit, Steve, and yeah. I saw demonic strongmen and uh, entities standing over some of our cities, Edmonton, Calgary, Lethbridge, and Fort McMurray, key cities, strategic in Alberta, and the enemy had been able to establish ground for legal occupation. The compromise in the land had forfeited the righteous authority to hold the ground. So repentance was in order to turn the tables. So I was shown different ones set out about the province on assignments, horrifically lighting fires and causing great destruction. Now, these ones were paid handsomely for their evil deeds. Hmm. And I saw, you know, our, our conservatives with a deep, deep divide within them. There had been a dark spirit that had been released throughout them uh, that was potentially going to cost the party dearly. There was a demonic infiltration that had come into the party and a group who were there who were not who they said they were. Hmm. They were posers and imposters. 
and also positioned to create internal problems, leak information, and cause problems. Mm. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, Alberta, you're at a crossroads. Many of you never imagined that you'd be here. Many of you have been apathetic and critical of my remnant. You've not realized that you're in a new day. Hi. You've not realized that you're at war, a spiritual war for your land. There are more, many more, who have walked in the flesh, not counting the cost. Many have made the religious spirit and the political spirit your friends, hmm. and now are left facing the consequences. So, Albert, I say unto you again, you are key to this great nation of Canada, and I have destined you to lead this nation into freedom. So when shall you take up the sword of the spirit against the enemy and not against each other? Uh, for there are events about to unfold that are bigger than you, Alberta. Do not think you're exempt. The landscape is about to change and very few are ready. Alberta, it's my desire for your oil to flow not only for Canada, the true north, strong and free, but for the nations. That's good. Alberta, you have the resources that you have yet to develop. And I have much more for you if you want it. But it will come at a cost. It will cost you everything. Wow. So I'm asking you to surrender your heart to me. And let me fill you with my Holy Spirit, my love and commitment, and commit your life and your ways up to me, and I will pour out an abundance without measure upon you. For Alberta, I have brought you to a crossroads. Now the choice is yours, ah, and the path you choose is a matter of your free will. But I'm mm. calling you higher, and it's my desire for you to walk with me, humble yourselves, pray, seek my face, turn from your good ways, and I'll hear from heaven. And I'll heal your land. Hey, and holy is the word of the Lord. Wow, good oh. word. I want to ask you a couple of questions on this. Uh, first of all, when you say Alberta, is Al is Alberta is like our Washington D.C. Is that what we down here are to understand? Well, Alberta is our provincial. Well, we're a province within Canada. Right. You know, so you've got British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, so on. So we're you know one of the western provinces. And, Does it carry uh, more weight than the others? or? Uh, well, you know what? I think, you know, we're all kind of equally, you know, okay. as provinces, you know, we're still all kind of, you know, we're equal. Okay. But, uh, you know, there is very something very significant about Alberta. Okay. You know, because of the natural resources that we hold. And, you know, the, the oil sands, the, you know, the oil reserves, the natural resources, you know, we're really, you know, in the top probably four in the world. Okay. And and then this word about it, God's saying, Albert, it's my desire for your oil to, to flow. So anyone that would say, well, you know what? God wants us off of fossil fuels right now. That's not true. Yeah. Right? I, I, don't, I don't see that to be, be accurate. Um, you know, really, when you look at, uh, you know, the emissions that come actually, you know, it actually helps make plants grow. When you, when you look at the CO2 makes CO2. plants grow, they eat, they eat it up. Yeah, they eat it up. But actually, so we're under a false narrative. But that's spiritually, good. spiritually, there's an oil that's to flow 
of an anointing out of Alberta and out of Canada for the healing of the nations. And were you, and was that word kind of just saying both? Was that kind of a yeah. both and the literal oil? I and the... They're, I believe they're parallel. Okay. Um, and then the, the only other one I had to ask, wanted to ask you was you, what did you, you mentioned Rachel Notley uh, yeah. a second time you, you, you gave the list and then you brought it in and then you, I thought I heard you say uh, Rachel uh, Notley was not working for herself, but what, what were you saying about? So, so, so Rachel Notley, they're, they're kind of the Marxist left okay. here in Canada, you know, the socialism, the, okay. you know, of that so shut down the economy like i mean and, and so if she comes back into power we will be there'll be mandated masks they'll mm. be like all of that steve like uh she'll shut down her economy hundreds of thousands of jobs will be lost uh it it will be it will be you know it, it would not be good for us okay and, and so provincially you know she's got this this ndp party but we also mm. have a federal NDP party, and they're joined together. They're actually mm. one of the same. And so Jagmeet Singh, he's the head of the NDP for Canada, you know, on the federal side. Yeah. He's got an alliance with Jason, with Justin Trudeau, mm. that they work together. Yeah, and, that can't, that's just that that by its very nature is an evil alliance, right? Yes. Yes. And so, uh, you know, even the liberals here, you know, in Canada, you know, their intentions are to increase, you know, the vaccination mandates, uh, you know, the gun controls, you know, all of those things. And, uh, you know, interesting, Steve, I mean, as, as I release this word, and then I end up with people contacting me from different parts of the, the nation. And, and even, uh, you know, we've got Alberta right now is literally on fire. We, the, the smoke is so bad here in Red Deer, where I live, that like last really? week, even yesterday, you know, we could maybe see a block and a half away because the, the you know, the smoke is so heavy. Wow, I didn't know and, that. And the closest fire is, you know, hundreds of miles away from us. So, so our, like, we're, we're, you know, under this canopy of, of this, this burn. And so I've had, uh, now, now we're, let me say this. I don't yet have physical evidence and proof of what's going on in the north but i have had calls from you know rural albertan god-fearing you know loving you know men and women farmers oil field you know families who are up there and they're trying to protect their farms and their neighbors and so they're burning their own diesel fuel and they're trying to bring in fire breaks and they're doing so they're actually on the ground trying to fight these fires well, they have found boxes, fire boxes, Steve, in the bush. I was afraid you were going to say that. Oh, that have, man. That have been used basically with a delay that, you know, will start these fires. Like, it's hard for us to even imagine. And, and so, you know, there, there's other things. You know, there, there's, you know, tens of thousands of troops on the ground up north. And, uh, you know, I mean, we got a big fire. I mean, we're a big nation. You know, we're spread yeah, out. Yeah, you're really huge. And so yeah. to, to to logistically do these things, it takes a lot of resources. And we're thankful for the help that we're getting to do that. But, you know, the, these ones that have been contacting me, you know, they're showing, you know, they, they have uh, evidence that, you know, uh, would appear that, you know, the United Nations are are up there. And, you know, there's they're, they're inferring 
is that it, there, are, let me, you know, don't mince words if you can. Are, do you, is it your sense or belief that, that uh, cabal globalists are trying to burn farmers' fields? Is that what's happening? Or yeah, what, yeah we, what? We've, we've, I've had reports where they actually have been protecting and trying to put out fire on their own land and officials coming and stopping them. And under what pretense? Like, I mean, they wanted to burn. They, they wanted to burn. And, and so, uh, and then, you know, there's other, other reports coming in, Steve, that, you know, uh, you know, again, it's hard to wrap your head around it. And that's yeah. why we need evidence because yeah. there's so many stories around. We need discernment yeah. and we need proof, yeah. you know? So if there's allegations that someone's going door to door and, and taking guns, we need proof. We yeah. just can't assume that that's true, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so well, I hope people will get video or recordings or audio or something. Uh, but yeah, well, we better get going, but I want you to uh, pray, you know, as much about Canada right now when you pray as the U S cause that's a great word for the U S about how God's cleaning house, but this is a revelatory, uh, I'm trying to remember the Lord saying, I'm calling you higher. Yes. I'm trying to, what's the victory part of this word for Canada? If, if you would recap the victory, if, if there is any in there. Well, you know what? There, there, there is a remnant within Canada. Yeah. There is a remnant within Canada. Hmm. Hmm. In fasting, 40 day fasts. 21 day fasts, prophetic, you know, things on the ground. We've got men and women that are full of the love of God and fighting and standing for the kingdom of God and a revival and a restoration of Canada to once she to, to what we're called to, that we will be that. And so, Steve, as we gather and as we do some of these events, you know, and we, we make a place for him, he comes in and he touches his people. He brings healing. And in, in a sense, we are living in revival already. Mm. And uh, so some of this, I think, you know, it's kind of shaking us out of that place of dormancy and, mm. and you know, into that closer relationship with the father and the hand and the prophetic word he has over the nation he shall have dominion from sea to shining sea. Okay. And and he we will take the leaves of the trees or for the healing of the nations. And we will and we shall fulfill that destiny. And so even as, as we have people coming in and immigration coming into Canada, many of these little immigration churches are actually on fire with Holy Spirit. Wow. And, uh, you know, we're getting reports of that. And so I just want to say to the church in Canada and to the Ecclesia and, and that be strong, be bold, and uh, don't let the religious and political spirit hold you back. Because if love isn't a carrier at the end of the day, the only way out of this is with the Father. It's not through a political system. Right. It's not through a military system. It's not through these kind of ways and means. It's through the ecclesia and men and women standing up and loving one another and, and standing up with a voice. And, and so my prayer is for each and every one, you know, within our nation, 
that they would find their position and that they would have the grace of God to step into that which the Father has called them into to, to action. When I look at a combine, you know, in you know, in America, you got them too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they take the crop in off of the field. I look at it this way. You look at a combine, which pulley or which bearing are you not going to grease? Because you can take a $10 bearing that will fail on that combine and it'll bring the whole harvest to a stop. Wow. So what I'll say is everyone, big or small, you're important. Yeah. You're loved. You're needed. You're cherished. And I be, I believe that God is bringing us into a place where we walk as family because we're a family before we're an army. That's good. That's true. Where we can come together in love and walk with one another in an honor and and uh, and see that those broken, hurting ones come in to take this harvest in. And God is just going to all use all this other stuff to help push everybody to the altar. And and so so I just pray that we'd be ready, that that our love yeah. would amongst one another, that as the denominational walls fall between us, yeah, and and we just embrace because the, the ground is level at the foot of the cross for all of us. Yeah, that's good. So I think as we posture ourselves in this way. Uh, you know, and that whole thing with Abraham, they only needed to be 10 righteous. And some people would say he could have kept going down to one righteous. But there's there's a whole lot more than 10 righteous in Canada. And 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 then when Elijah complained he was the only one left, God said, no, I got 7,000 that haven't. So I know that there's a whole lot more than 7,000 righteous people in Canada, a whole lot more. Um, and I just really encourage the Canadian people. And those of you who are, you know, this is probably... I don't know what the percentage is, but a larger percentage is from the U.S. But those of you who are intercessors in in the U.S. and wherever you are in the world, I hope you'll take up this cause as of today. If God's putting that burden in your heart, help bear this burden for Canada while you're bearing it for the U.S. or your own countries. Be sure to remember Canada. You got, you only have 30 million, I think, uh, population versus our 300 million, but your and your land mass is is larger than ours. So you're trying to protect all of these natural resources and land and 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 you're talking about troops are showing up on the ground. I mean the 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 need is great. We need you protected because if you're protected, we'll be more protected. Um if troops are there, there won't there that means they're not very far from us. So let's just uh Yeah. You know, go ahead. Yeah, and, and I Steve, I love, you know, just you know, the bond that's between our two nations. Yeah. Know? And with some of the higher level, you know, people that we're involved with that yeah. you know, are, you know, aware of probably the bigger picture. Yeah. Uh, we had one dear, precious brother, and I just love him with all my heart. I mean, he's been through a lot. And I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> I look at him as a father. And uh, anyway, he, you know, with his natural knowledge and what God has him doing, he said, Barry, there's two nations that right now are critical for a global move that are, you know, going to roll out. And and in a sense, there's two nations that have to, you know, basically come into their place. United States of America and it's Canada. Yeah. And so I decree and I declare even on that, that father bring us together in 
every way that you've intended for us, that we can see mm -hmm. the past, that we can as nations fulfill the destinies that you've got over us. And Lord, I bless our American brothers and sisters. I bless the families, the mm -hmm. moms, the dads. I bless the ecclesia, the leaders, the pastors, the prophets. Yes. The apostolic leaders. Lord, I pray that you would just, the, the, the evangelists, Lord, that you're calling them forward in this, to ask for revelatory teaching for the for the teachers, to just come to higher levels. Lord, come and, and just take us where you need to go. So, Lord, I just bless my American brothers and sisters, Lord, and I just ask the host of heaven. <laughs> would work together right now as we come through this period of time. Okay. Yes, Lauren. Wow, very, very powerful today. Very powerful, very needful. I mean, and I just really appreciate, I just, again, say one last time to those people, thank you for all of our loyal viewers. And I know so many of you are um, your intercessors extraordinaire. I mean, and you'll, you'll pour yourself out, many of you, and no one will ever see it, but you'll know you're doing it. And God knows you're doing it, but we don't, we don't get to see it. We're not blessed by uh, seeing the, the you're pouring yourself out. Some of you are on your knees on the floor at night, bent over. I, I'm seeing that even now, just agonizing over the nations, right. uh, especially Canada and the United States. And I just want to bless you and encourage you, those of you who are who are especially called and gifted in intercession. Uh, right. you, you know, you, in a sense, you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders. So uh, we just bless you and. We just keep hanging out together, Canada and the U.S., and we'll keep doing this, Barry, and we'll get the job done. God will get the job done. So, that reminds Oh, what is that? I got another gift, Steve, and I brought, I brought it up this morning to show you guys. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. There's that picture I just had of on their knees, your head bowed down. That's it. Trump, Canada. Yes. Oh, I love that shirt. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. So, very, very good. Uh, well, let's see. I'll remind people that tomorrow is David Herzog, so don't miss that. Um, thanks again, Barry. Give a love to your family and your, and your team, and we appreciate you very much. Quick, remind people how to find you. It's the Canadian Hammer, but which which uh, platforms are you on? You know, uh, the Canadian Hammer. I'm on. You know, I'm on Facebook, and you know, honestly, they're shadow banning me so hard mm. right now. It's it's. So we're also on uh, Telegram. Okay. Dot Canadian Hammer. I got a channel there. I'm on Truth Social, Good. Uh, love Truth Social, and and that so that's you know very simple. Yeah, I, the Lord has just had me trying to you know just going kind of low. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. All right, well Barry, thanks again. I appreciate it, and thank you all for watching. We'll see you tomorrow with David Herzog. Everybody have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.